right, we are officially three episodes into this podcast, and we are still not on Apple Podcasts. Anchor, please, get me on Apple Podcasts. It's the only platform left, and I don't know why I'm not on there. But, somehow, you guys are finding ways to listen to this podcast. It looks like, based on my analytics here, that Spotify, or Spotify, yeah, Spotify is my number one platform of choice for my listeners, so that's good to hear. Next up is Google Podcasts, but if we just had Apple Podcasts, maybe this thing would go a lot further than it is, maybe not, maybe I, you know, this is just, maybe this is just boring. Anywho, this is episode three. I want to take a minute and give a huge shout out and a huge thanks to all of my sponsors. Alright, anyways, back to the podcast. I have a few things I want to talk about today on the podcast. The first thing is actually a story, but it will transition into the first topic of today. Brittany and I, we have a friend at our local cafe. His name is Paul. And Paul is in his early 60s, and he comes to our local cafe almost every single morning at the same time as us. And the other, the other day, actually, today, yesterday, yesterday, I ran into Paul at our cafe, and as the usual conversation goes, I go, you know, How's it going, Paul? Oh, good. And Paul, actually, that day, wasn't doing too good. I go, how's it going, Paul? He goes, well, you know, to be honest, I'm kind of getting sick and tired of my mother-in-law. And I go, like, what do you mean, mother? Like, we, we never talk about, like, really anything. Never mind personal stuff. And here he is bringing up his mother-in-law out of nowhere. So I said, why, what's up, like, what, like, what, what, you know, what is bothering you, right? And he says his mother-in-law, so his wife's mother, is moving to a brand new house, but it's not quite ready yet. But they already left their previous house. So, where are they staying in the meantime? You guessed it, at Paul's house. Well, Paul and his wife's house. Nonetheless... Paul's mother-in-law is apparently somebody that all she does all day long is complain. And if she's not complaining, she's finding a reason to tell you that whatever you're doing is wrong. And if she's not doing that, she's just being negative towards everything around her. And Paul is probably one of the nicest people and the most positive people, person, one of the most positive people that I know. So for him to tell me that he is like royally pissed off at his mother-in-law for being this negative towards the world, that really showed me something. That literally solidified what I've always thought about surrounding yourself with the right people. And he, 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 he said like he has to get out of the house almost all day long because literally he's going nuts 
standing at home and listening to that all day long. And I don't blame him, to be honest with you. And what I thought about more and more, what I thought about for years, but what this really solidified for me was when you are truly a positive and content person with the world and with yourself and with your surroundings, the moment you are surrounded by that negativity or that pessimism, it all goes downhill. And it really affects you a hundred times worse. Now the upside of being so positive and so content with the world is that you have the opportunity to, to have a clearer lens when people are doing this. The moment somebody is negative or pessimistic, you go, why am I around this right now? Like, why am I surrounding myself with this energy, this negative energy? And the reason I know this is true, in my own experience, hearing it from Paul, is because Paul told me that his wife, his wife is, is, is also getting very negative, or becoming very negative and very pessimistic, ever since Paul's mother-in-law moved in. And I can't speak for his wife, but it could be that his wife is not somebody that is realizing the repercussions of, of, of her mom's actions. She is blindly being affected by it. And then that translates into how you interact with other people. When you're blindly affected by somebody, you can blindly give off the wrong emotion or the wrong reaction to something without actually meaning to or intending to. So, Paul really, you know, opened my eyes to this idea again of surrounding yourself with positive people, surrounding yourself with people that foster your growth, and surround yourself with people that are just content with their own lives, and not just spending every minute of every day waiting to, you know, waiting to wither away to nothing, or waiting for the next thing to complain about. It's no fun, right? God damn. I put on Instagram again, let me pull up my phone. I put on Instagram again, looking for more questions to talk about in this podcast. And I got, uh, I got a couple, I think. Hopefully. Here we are. I'm going to jump into the first one, because why the heck not? A friend of mine by the username Savage, with a dot, like period, and then E. Savage, period, E. He says, talk about motivation and discipline. Is it possible to remain inspired all the time? If not, what's the way to be motivated? It's a great question, savage.e. I actually touched on this in the first podcast, which means you're not listening to the non-kidding. I will elaborate again, actually, on this topic, because I love this topic so much. First part of the question is, is it possible to remain inspired all the time? Me, personally? No. I have... A big part of my life is being a creative and being creative in general. 
but there are other avenues of my life that I resort mental capacity for. And when those things happen, for example, uh, family or work, well, some work, let me correct that, or um, paying the bills or, you know, feeding my cat, I'm not always inspired. When I am in my creative mindset, or I am wanting to be creative, that is one of the first things. Where am I getting my inspiration from? Who am I being inspired by? What is inspiring me? And all of that. So, is it possible to remain inspired? I don't think that's necessarily the best question. I think the best question is, should you? How do you strive to always be inspired by something or someone? So ask yourself, what is it that you're inspired by? And not necessarily a person or a certain thing, but you're inspired by the idea of somebody that um, is financially successful. Or you're inspired by the idea of a business that has grown from a local you know, mom-and-pop shop to a national brand. Or you're inspired by a photographer who, um, you know, came out of nowhere and blew up and, and you're wondering what happened. It can be very specific. It can be broad and not specific. It can be very vague. Anything. But then ask yourself, okay, how can you find inspiration from that? So you look around you, you look in the world around you, you look on social media, on the internet, go to your local library or bookstore and buy a magazine, watch the news, go on Twitter, anything, and find people or things or, you know, entities that are related to what you're trying to be inspired by. That works for me at least. I have people in my life that are not necessarily very close to me personally, but that I follow on a daily basis um, through social media or through what I read or, you know, X, Y, and Z, that inspire me to better myself. And then it's not always about inspiration in the context of, you know, your work, like, I want to make a better picture. Or make a better... I want to take a better picture or um, paint a better painting or learn a new dance move and get better at it. It's sometimes just about being a better human. Right? So who are the people in your life? Is it your... Um, is it your mother or is it your uncle or is it a celebrity that you think will push you to be a better human being? And that is subjective by itself right there. What, in your definition, is a human being? Wait, what did I just say? Is it No, sorry, take it back, take it back, take it back. What, in your definition, is the meaning of being a better human being? For me, being a better human being might be giving off more positive energy to the world. For you, being a better human being might be giving back to charity more. So it all depends on what you are valuing. And what you are looking to be inspired towards. And that was actually the second part of the question. What's the way to be motivated? Why are you answering that? So bam. Bam. Boom shaka.
my good friend, that's number two, my good friend, Daniel Demetrios. That's the entire handle, Daniel Demetrios. He says, how to send artistic nudes. How to send artistic nude pictures. Well, when I take nude pictures... No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I know Daniel, he's joking right now. Actually, you know what? No, we can, we can go into this a bit. Because I, I, I told myself that I would get into more um, creative talk in this podcast. So if you're not into photography, skip ahead of it here. New, so, like, new photography or bloodier photography... In my opinion, when it comes to that stuff, um, number one variable that you want to play with is light. Number two variable, which interacts with number one variable, is uh, angles. And number three variable, which interacts with both, is uh, texture. But I think, personally, light is the most important variable when doing this stuff. And the reason I say so is because, just like any other portraiture or portrait um, photography, when you have the correct light, you're able to contour the body to um, emphasize or unemphasize certain attributes. So, for example, with nude photography, if you're showing the uh, waist area or the behind area, you want to use light appropriately to best, you know, showcase that feature of the body. Number two, with angles, I'm going to change this actually, angles and focal length. With angles and focal length of your camera, or lens, I should say, you can accentuate or, uh, you know, emphasize or de-emphasize a, a body feature more or less depending on how you are shooting. Are you shooting from down low, from straight on, from uh, a bird's eye, from a top down, 45, you know, all that? Uh, are you shooting with a 35 mil, 24, 85 mil, 100 mil? All those things will change how the body looks in front of the camera. And then number three, texture. This is actually something that I've only recently realized with, uh, with, with you know, more body photography is the texture of the skin the goosebumps or the little uh, hairs all that stuff it, it adds uh, almost an emotional connection to the image that was probably not the answer he was looking for but there you go and then our good friend Sky Victoria Sky E Victoria with two I's and two A's she wants me to talk about relationships. That is a... That, to be honest, could have a episode just by itself. And frankly, it probably will in the near future. She suggested to have Brittany on here with me. But she's not here with me. So here we are without Brittany. But I'll touch on it a bit. Um, I mean, what do we talk about? I... Well, I mean... Frankly, I, I don't think I'm uh, an expert or not even close to somebody that should be talking about 
relationship advice or anything like that because Brittany and I have been together for four years as of November 11th, so just shy of four years. And we've had our ups and downs, our hiccups, some small, some major. Uh, but here we are, four years later, but I still don't think I'm the one to uh, be talking about it. I think the number one thing when it comes to a relationship from day one, and this is just my honest opinion, and feel free to fight back because I don't care. I, I value what you have to say, but this is my opinion. I believe that the number one variable for a relationship is not necessarily the small things you have in common, like your music taste or your um, food preference or any of that, but what kind of life do you want to live for yourself? And what I mean by that is not necessarily... Um, material things, or I want to have a mansion that looks like this, or I want to live in this country. Those are important too, because those are large life decisions, but what I'm talking about is how do you want to live your life? Because if you're in a serious relationship and not just a six-month fling or a one-year fling, you got to start talking about and discussing those large life things that will come up eventually. So, for example, from day one, Brittany and I discussed the idea of we both want a similar lifestyle. We both want to be able to work, um, work, you know, mobile, work from our laptop, work anywhere in the world, work for ourselves. Um, we love that idea. And so, when those large things line up and they, you have that, you know, symbiotes, what, what's, I was going to say, that's, never, that's the wrong word, never mind, when those things line up, and you have, um, you know, a chemistry in that aspect, in the long run, any smaller issue can iron out, and now that is definitely not the only thing that you should discuss, or the only thing that matters in a relationship, but for us, it was one of the most major things that has brought us to the four-year point um, today. Uh, anything else on relationships? Anything else? No, you know what? No, because we're going to go into a lot of detail in another episode in the future. Just on relationships. Probably featuring Brittany and most likely featuring... Somebody else, hopefully. That was all of the questions that we're getting to tonight. I had one topic that I really wanted to talk about. And it's from my favorite book. It's called The Happiness Equation by Neil Pasricha. Happiness Equation. And The Happiness Equation runs through nine... Nine? Hold on, wait, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. Runs through 9 secrets, as he calls them, or hacks, I guess you can say, um, to being happy, or to being happier. And I'm sure happiness, um, for the sake of the book, was used more as a marketing term. I would say they're more hacks to being content with your life and content with yourself. 
Um, but never mind the uh, nomenclature. Secret number two that he talks about. He he he, he talks about um, doing things for yourself. And I'll give you the Coles notes, but he goes into deep about how there's two types of motivation of why you do something. There's intrinsic, and then there's extrinsic motivation. Now, intrinsic motivation is, just like anything else, intrinsic, it is internal. You're doing something because you actually want to do it from your heart. So you, you care about doing that thing from inside you. On the flip side, extrinsic is external, and you're doing it because of another external factor. You get something for it, right? So you, you're going to work. Um, I just burped. Hopefully that didn't... That was disgusting. You're going to work, but you hate work, but you're going there for an extrinsic reason of making money, right? Or you're... Going early to class, not because you want to, but because you want to impress the teacher and get better grades. That is an extrinsic um, motivation. Now, Neil goes into much detail about a lot of studies that uh, he's read about and conducted that when you do things for extrinsic rewards, that is a reward that is external to yourself, you find yourself being a lot less happy. Now that, of course, is subjective, but that was the suggestion in the book. And he says, when you're doing things for intrinsic value, that is, you're going to work because you love what you do from the inside, or you're giving money to that person, not because you expect something in return, but because you actually want to from the inside of you, you enjoy yourself a lot more. And you're a lot happier doing it. So he suggests secret number two, and I'll leave you with this. No matter what you do, do it for yourself. Do it because it makes yourself happy and it makes yourself fulfilled. And not because you want anything in return. I won't lie, that episode was all over the place. And hopefully, fingers crossed... By episode 4, we will be on Apple Podcasts. I am trying everything in my power to get the Wasabi Chat on Apple Podcasts. So, reporting to you live from my basement, this was episode 3 of the Wasabi Chat. Mm -hmm.